Welcome everyone to Chapter 8 of the Nine Trials. When we last left off, Lord Sassafras presented a sausage and directed it to go to the coyotes with whom he has a treaty, and the group as representatives of the cat community to engage in an exchange of information. Before they could reach the coyotes, however, Anthony led the group astray and into the clutches of Queen Victoria. The group managed to escape with sausage intact, but left Anthony to his fate. My name is Anne, and I will be your storyteller. My name is Dustin, and I will be playing Jitters. My name is Frances, and I am playing Princess Snowball. My name is Kay, and I will be playing Kirsch. You are running down the hill along the street, away from Queen Victoria and the fancy houses. The hair on the back of your neck and tail stands up on end as you hear the cry of an animal in distress as you realize the begging shriek has come from somewhere behind you. Okay, um, so we are still, am I still in technically like a dead bolt? Yes, you are running down the hill. You have the sausage in your mouth. Excellent. I am, my plan from the start of this great, from this great endeavor of ours is to pretty much run straight back to Lord Sassafras. All right. Does everyone follow? Yeah. Run in, run in, run. Sorry. Does so yeah, unless I away? am interrupted or someone stops me or something, yeah, distracts me, my goal is to head straight back to the stump. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing to stop you or distract you except the desperate screams from behind you. Um, I'm actually, I'm not going to look back. I'm actually just going to keep on going. You run down the street, make it out of the fancy neighborhood, and you're along the walkway towards the park. Keep going. Keep yeah. running. I keep going. I keep going back to um, all. I try to go all the way back to Lord Sassafras. You make it into the clearing. You bust into the clearing. <sighs> Panting cats bust in behind you, one right after the other from the entire group. Dirt Cat's the last one. He's still running a little bit slow with his poor leg. And a surprised Lord Sassafras spins around. My friends, why. Why are you back? He looks at the sausage and sees it on the ground in front of you. You you still have the sausage and he looks behind you waiting for someone else to bust to the clearing. And he says, where? Well, where is Anthony? He led us into a trap. I beg your pardon. Uh, he... you're, not the, you're not the only one Anthony's working for, it appears. He jumps off the log and comes up closer to Princess Snowball. And who is he working for? Are you familiar with a Queen Victoria? Oh, Victoria. He very clearly leaves the queen off her name. <laughs> Disrespectful. <laughs> he sighs heavily. I am familiar with this cat. So, um, uh, yeah, so with this change of events, um, 
we weren't able to deliver your peace offering. Frankly, I think exposing a spy within your own personal ranks is a much bigger completed task than delivering yeah. this offering anyway. Exposing someone who has not been fully truthful with us is a very important thing that we have discovered. Isn't that right, Snowball? Who? But yes, it is. <laughs> but who? So, Lord Sassafras, it appears that some of your helpers, so to speak, are less than trustworthy. And I am starting to doubt some of the trustworthiness of other people around me. So we are in a little bit of a dilemma. As you're having this conversation, you all begin to feel the eyes from the park on you. This is sort of a familiar feeling at this point. Whatever is happening right here is beginning to gather an audience. I kind of look around and I turn to Lord Sassafras. And kind of in a lower voice, perhaps this is a conversation better had in private, rather than for dis- uh, rather than on display for the whole neighborhood to see. We have no secrets here in the cat community. And do you want to talk about fine? You're closest. I, so I say fine, and I'm like very purposely raising my voice loud for everyone to hear me now then I'll be happy to report that your judgment, Lord Sassafras, is clearly flawed as your own right-hand man has been obviously betraying you for who knows how long. You're talking to him about judgments? You're talking about someone who did not tell us about this person that you have clearly met before? And yes. you just let us hang I have no in the loyalty balance. to Lord Sassafras, and I'm also not in charge of this community, so... Maybe you should be And yet you decided to ha- to keep this from us. Obviously you knew about Prince about what that 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 I can't even And what good talk that about. information have done you? I Does didn't follow through with any plans. Side? I didn't do anything for her just because I didn't tell you of her existence. So that does mean plans. you're on her side. Yes, she I'm wanted sorry. me to to sabotage Lord Sassafras. And she was very upset with me when I got there because I had done absolutely no follow through with that plan. So excuse me for not telling you every detail of my life because I didn't want to. But you're on her side. I'm not on her side. Why would I be telling Lord Sassafras all this if I was on her side? Whose side she are thought you on? I was, she wanted me to be on. I'm on. I'm on my side, and I thought we were working together. So I would like to be on all of our sides. Yeah, that's what I thought too. So well, fine. I'm just telling you, Lord Sassafras, that your judgment is flawed, and your right hand man is not loyal to you. So maybe that information is useful, and to me, I think that is worthy of a completed task because. We just did way more for you right there than delivering this sausage is worth. You're welcome. As you're speaking, you see the tiny little cream-colored cat, Jacques, kind of appear out of nowhere. He's so tiny. And sit next to Lord Sassafras. And he says, as he clears his throat, 
Lord Sassafras looks down at him approvingly and looks back up and says, My friends, did you think this was unknown to me? I have been working already on replacing the traitor. Here is my new right paw. Can I roll instinct to see if he's lying? Sure. My instinct is 60 and I rolled a 45. He is not lying. Hmm. He was definitely intending to replace Anthony with Jacques. So then if this is your new right-hand man, why did you send Anthony with us? Because I knew you were brave and I knew you were smart and I knew you could handle him. So did we complete the task? Are you making a case for, and you can feel the whole clearing taking a deep breath, tuna? I am. Yes. You set um, us up knowing that the original task wasn't to be completed, but hoping that we would do something else on your to-do list for you instead, which we did do. By your own admission, that's what was happening. By your own admission, that's what was happening. Friends, I am surprised to see you return. I am surprised that you did not go directly to the coyotes with whom we have a treaty. I am happy to see you. I am happy to see you well um but continue continue making your case for that being your task and your tuna reward well i am not you had a problem and now you no longer have that problem because of the actions that we took tell us um briefly if you can how it went down going to have to ask someone else about that because Francis's memory isn't the best and she forgets <laughs> a lot of details so in first of all I'm going to say that Snowball does not support all of us nope. does not does not speak for all of us nope. so what we are going to say is that <laughs> we were following Anthony to where we assumed was the meeting place for the coyotes and led us into um, somewhat of an ambush that he led us into Victoria's um, house. And then from there, I just got a really bad sense. And with me, Snuffles, my with Snuffles, and Kirsch decided to grab the sausage and leave before anything unseemly happened to the sausage. It looked like we were one step away from Victoria taking a bite out of it oh yes my friends that would have been disastrous and then after we had revealed had figured out that anthony had led us astray we immediately came back here to one inform you and also um there's something i actually wish before we continue doing anything else for the trials I want to know, I've heard of your great stories, Lord Sassafras, about um, winning the trials. How many others have successfully completed the trials? Just out of pure curiosity. 
over the many, many years, there have been many cats who have completed these tasks. My friends, as of right now, I am the lone standing member. How are you the only, wait, how are you the lone standing? <laughs> I'm starting to think of something because we're still getting eyes on us, right? Yes, as you speak so more and more, I'm sorry, I'm holding it together. More and more eyes are upon you. This is the most exciting thing that has happened in the neighborhood since, well, Dirt Cat and Jade didn't complete their task. This is... I'm sorry. So yeah. we're doing all of this for the respect of the cat community, all of whom have also not completed these tasks so that we can sit next to you, your pretentiousness. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm good. I'm so good. This is so good. Um, oh, God, if you guys could see my face. Actually, it's probably a good thing you can't see my face. Um, Lord Sassafras says he gets very serious. And he stands sort of between all of you. And he says, the times in this neighborhood for cats is dire, my friends. And I was hoping to rebuild our status with all of you. Is it dire because of outside situations like these coyotes? Or is it dire because we have a, a quote unquote leader like you who is tearing this community apart with this pretentious mouse shit. I have been working so hard, my friends, to rebuild this neighborhood. I thought perhaps you, and he's motioning to everyone, could see my vision. We have the survivors of the outdoors, the outdoor cats and he references jitters and snuffles and dirt cat and we have here the the house indoor outdoor cat who has experience with the humans and then here and he walks up to princess snowball we have the epitome of the glamour cat you represent all the facets of our community my hope my fervent hope was to be able to rebuild this neighborhood with your leadership and guidance, friends. Are we friends? Can I roll instincts on this? Um, that seemed a very pulpit kind of vibe. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so was that that'd be instinct? Yeah. I rolled. Um, a I, I have 70 and I rolled a 54. Okay. He's about halfway full of shit. Um, Princess Snowball is not buying this one tiny bit because she already fell for Victoria's dumb mm. spiel and she's not going to fall for the pretty much exact same speech again. I mean, like, there's different, I guess, prizes that he's offering, but, like, he's not really offering them. So, uh, I'm... I'm going to, like, kind of motion to um, Jacques. Just be like, so what What has he done to rope you into this shtick? I, um, uh, um, excuse me? 
you heard me. If you also haven't completed the trials, why are you here? I, um, I'm, I'm here to, to assist Lord Sassafras. Why? Because he is, you see his little tiny wheels starting to spin because he is Lord Sassafras. Hmm. But why? And at this point, I'm just kind of doing that thing that like kids do where they just keep asking why, but like, I feel like this has a good purpose, so I'm going to keep doing it. Why? I, um, because I... Um, because he made up these trials that he supposedly is the only one who completed. I just want to point out out of character real quick that this is a cat pyramid scheme that we are doing it is a, a cat pyramid scheme that could very easily get us killed so anyway That's about right um back to uh, so- at that point dirt cat does step up and he says um I, I i don't think he's like the only one ever there there has been as far as i know in the past i mean i've heard that there's been an actual like cat council it's just it's just that this fool has taken charge himself and made sure that the trials are always too ridiculously hard for his power to be matched so that he can have sole control over the entire neighborhood like look i've been here for a couple weeks and i've already put it together come on guys dirt cat (laughs) what happened what happened to the other council members or at least what do you know and I'm assuming Lord Sassafras is still relatively close. Yes, yes. The clearing isn't large. It would be, you know, more of a stage whisper if you tried to to side conversation with someone. It's not. I'm I'm kind of making a point to deliberately ask Dirt Cat because mm-hmm. he is actually now he's actually contributed more actual facts mm-hmm. with that weren't very flowery and bombastic. That I'm like, okay, I'm now turning my focus to Dirt Cat and go, what other facts can I get from him? That's kind of what I'm okay. going for. What happened? So, and I, I, that's kind of the vibe that I want to give off of me deliberately turning to Dirt Cat and go, and what happened to the council? The kinds of things that happened to cats, cars, yeah. dogs. Coyotes. All right, Lord. Sassafras. And ever since that happened, it's just conveniently been that nobody else could ever pass the trials. At this point, Lord Sassafras steps up onto the log, and he says, "Friends, nothing about this has been convenient. This has been very." Very hard. Being able to find new leaders of the community in a time like this, my friends, know, the weight is very heavy. I'd like to know, how long has it been? How many trials have there been since you where nobody has passed? Since my friend here... Dirt Cat lost his beloved Jade. 
Well, how long ago was that? Dirt cat size. That was. That was um, the wrong voice. That was. Uh, last last year. This time, this season. Last time. Hmm. I don't know. I want to know like what happened to the other members. So hold on. How long have the trials been going on with just Lord Sassafresh at the helm? I mean, I'm kind of curious on what. Ha- I mean, is it possible that the council members did not just have a accidental death? That the accidents might have been a little bit more planned than they seemed. And he I'm starting back to- off the log, and he, in his biggest stance comes up to you and he says my friend i don't know if i appreciate your tone not technically by you i'm saying true you are a person of interest but uh, victoria could have very easily started to knock off competition so to speak um coyotes i don't know how i mean coyotes are i've encountered can be rather clever and just accidentally have some cat members of the Count Council knocked off. True. I am not, I don't know enough not to say that you did it. But I also don't know enough to say that you didn't do it. So I am very, I am suspicious now of everyone. I want to start walking around the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Their eyes are all, you know as you've said, all around mm. us. Are there mm. cats all around? Like, or It's mostly cats. There are some other animals. Um, roll, are you trying to hear them, see them, feel them? I guess just see them. Or uh, senses, please. I suppose. I mean, yeah, it's all the same. Um, my senses is 55, and I rolled a 49. There are a lot of cats. More than you anticipated there being in the neighborhood. Again, this is a big happening. There are also other animals. You definitely see, now that you're familiar with the movement of the squirrel secret network in the trees, you see some movement in the treetops. There are definitely some birds around, like more birds than you're kind of used to seeing in the clearing. And as you look behind you just a little bit, you see three rats holding little statue poses. Hmm. Who else would I benefit wanna... from the cat council being weakened? And I say, I, I kind of gesture that to uh, Lord Sassafras. He takes a step back from you. This is my friend. An excellent question. He begins to pace back and forth in front of the entire group, making a little bit of a show of it. He's definitely strutting his best strut. These are interesting questions you bring. I I suspected, Anthony, of being um, duplicitous. I wonder. He also said that he... well. It's more along the lines of he insinuated that he would also have trouble with a um, certain mafia group. Did you know of his 
in dealings with the raccoon mafia. Oh, my poor, poor friend, Anthony. He has been um, let go by the raccoon mafia. Yes, they are known to us. It uh, One doesn't just, mm, as you say, leave. He, I took pity upon him and gave him a purpose. I fear, wait, the raccoon mafia. Yes. What, what did happen to Anthony? Well, I didn't get a good look, but after leading us to uh, Victoria, um, and we made our run for it, he was trying to stop us. And he said, they'll kill me. And I was in fight or flight mode, so I was running. And at that moment, I didn't quite understand that he would actually die. I thought he'd just get in big trouble. Um, but then we heard screams. Mm. I completely forgot and that. That was like genuine misunderstanding. Oh my God. And <laughs> also, we had a run-in with the raccoon mafia as well. Hmm. I'm afraid that perhaps we have seen the last of poor, hapless Anthony. Why would the raccoon mafia want to kill him? Mm, The same reason that anyone in power would do such a thing to keep their secrets and their interests safe. Hmm. He failed them once, and he really wasn't safe. He was, as I say, under our protection. Interesting. Well, I I still am scanning all the cats that are watching, mm-hmm. and I want to see um, if they're. I don't know if there's like a way to tell, but like any cats that seem like a little excited by what's going on, like they're almost like they're like happy to kind of see like Lord Sassafras being questioned. Like, I don't know how I would describe that body language. Say that they enjoy seeing him sweat. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want to see if Mm. there are any cats. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Roll your senses. Okay. Uh, I got a uh, 17. Give me the goods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Let's find out. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I'll give it a 50-50 chance, and I got a 50. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Anne. <laughs> you see out of the corner of your eye two older looking cats Um, they look well kept but they definitely seem to be of age their whiskers definitely have some white to them and you've seen that look before in fact you've done it recently where you just kind of sat and ate the popcorn and enjoyed the show the two of them are doing the same thing 
great. I want to walk up to, to these cats. I'm just going to leave everyone else behind. Like, I'm going to try to, like, kind of casually sneak off. So not, like, you know, do the slow walk back as uh, as everyone else is kind of questioning Lord Sassafras. While she's doing that, um, Kirsch wants to ask, Lord Sassafras, how do you know Queen Victoria? Is she part of... Was she part of the council at once? Queen Victoria has not been part of our cat community. She is an outlier. She has decided to live, as you've seen, by her own rules. That's not a... Yeah. So she's never been a part of cat the cat society. Not to my knowledge, no. Do you know if she ever wanted to be a part of cat society? Oh, that is an interesting question, friend. She does seem to act out of, oh, such an ugly word, jealousy. Mm. Okay, so in other words, she wanted cat the cat society to be her cat society. Okay. It is my impression that Victoria has a um, outlook on life that centers around herself. <laughs> Listen, I understand the irony of uh, Princess Snowball snorting at that, but I also understand the irony of Lord Sassafras saying it. So <laughs> there's just all a lot of irony going on. Let's all appreciate well, there's. It. Two different ways to act. I'm st- I, I have two different images of Lord Sassafras in my head right now that I'm mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, is he the lone survivor trying to rebuild or is he the opportunist that planned everything kind of a thing? So I'm not sure which way to go quite yet. Um, so okay. Lord Sassafras. Seeing how we have appeared, uh, obviously hit a um, a hurdle, so to speak. Um, how about you help us with this next endeavor? I think in a situation like this, having a council meeting with the coyotes, with the person who is actually in charge, may reveal a lot more than us going alone. And I also think we should bring um, an honor guard, so to speak, with us. We have and plenty of people here. Who who specifically do you have in mind to be this guard of honor? The people you trust most. Well, my friends, they are standing right in front of me. Well, then, we can escort you to the coyotes for a council, and we will even bring the sausage, but you do need to lead the way. Okay, so now we're just doing the very dangerous task that we were trying to avoid again. I'm trying to get him to come with us. Mm -hmm. As you speak to him and you're proffering this alternative mode of operation here... 
Lord Sassafras senses all of the eyes on him. And as you are saying this to him, his whiskers are just getting tighter and tighter as you pretty much call him out in front of everyone. You're backing him into a corner. Um, While this is happening, can I go uh talk to those other cats? Um, You can approach them. Um, You your like to read my own rules i don't have that sheet in front (laughs) of me um pounce okay you're trying to be stealthy right i guess yeah yeah um i got a 69 (laughs) nice but uh it does not it does not pass (laughs) They see you approaching them and they kind of give you, both of them give you a look like, good luck with that. And they take off. Wow. I wasn't trying Mm. to be stealthy coming towards them. I was just trying to get the group not to notice that I was leaving. Either way, they, they're out. You did get a good look at them. If you saw them again, you would recognize them. Lord Sassafras, knowing that he is now backed into a corner, says, well, before we leave then, friends, and he kind of directs that very strong friend, it's almost a hiss a little bit, towards Jitters, perhaps we should indeed indulge in that tuna. He looks down to (laughs) Kirsch and says, young Kirsch, would you please give... Jacques, a hand with the log. I wrinkle my nose, but I do it. So <laughs> I go to the log, the log and put my front paws on it and push. Jacques goes to the other side and pushes as well. The two tiniest cats in the clearing manage to push, <laughs> push the log back enough to reveal several pouches of tuna. So Excellent. does this count as a task completed then? The, is there not tuna? Just checking. Um, Jacques starts to pull with his little tiny teeth, pull pouches of tuna out from underneath the log. Uh, I help pull them out, but I'm not looking very enthused about it. The two of you managed to pull out the exact number that you need. Um, my friends, please partake. Um, I'm sorry. The way you said that made me made the hairs on the back of my neck prickle. Um, can I first roll to see if there was malice intent behind the please partake of this? Uh, why, you know, have I'll give you some wine. That happens to be poisoned with something. And then also smell the tuna to double check on that. Uh, roll your instinct. Okay. Instinct. Okay. I have a 70 and I rolled a 72 in instinct. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I'm not going to still try and smell that tuna to make sure it is not laced with something. His his intentions have seemed so mixed the entire time. It's very difficult to kind of follow what it is he's trying to get to at this point. Uh, if you'd like to sniff the pouch of tuna, please roll your senses. I would like to do so. 
Oh, phew. <laughs> that came really close. Um, I have a 62 in senses and I rolled a 55. Yeah, it smells legit. It smells okay. like all the other pouches you've had. Okay, I will. I will eat it. Snuffles comes over near Kirsch and you know helps her with her pouch and he starts to eat some tuna once he sees Jitters, you know, kind of look like he's okay with it. Uh, Princess Snowball, there's a pouch in front of you. Uh, Dirt Cat also eats a pouch of tuna very slowly. He's very aware of all of the eyes and it's making him very uncomfortable. Lord Sassafras just sort of sits there, sort of pleased with himself and kind of glancing around from the side of his eyes that everyone is seeing that he has um, rewarded you with your tuna. So as I'm eating, I want to really casually ask. So, you know, Lord Sassafras, um, I really think that we could use some inspiration for the tasks ahead. Why don't you tell us about the... um, the tasks that, that you had to complete so heroically to get to where you are now. My friend, I would be glad to. You're now speaking his language. <laughs> <laughs> he jumps back onto the log, which is now kind of teetering a little bit because it's on the side of the opening. Um, I shall regale you with the tales of how I created the treaty between ourselves and the coyotes. And again, this can coyote- I can yeah. I gesture? Oh, can you tell us on the way there? No, I'm kind of, I'm <laughs> his shoulders to fall just a little bit. Like he was ready, and he just kind <laughs> I of. I wanted to deflate him just a little bit to be you like, you can still tell it. your story, but I'm not, I'm going to take away your amphitheater of audience members. Mm. Instead. To where you only get us as your audience. It would be my absolute pleasure. He jumps back down and walks past Kirsch and kind of gives her a little flick of his tail and continues to move on. Snuffles, the back of his neck perks just a little bit. He's not into that exchange. Oh. Okay, then I might have... was. He like flirting with Kirsch? You can roll your instinct. I would like to. I'm sorry. Okay, cool. What now? <laughs> okay, so Lord Sassafras was- did like a little tail whip. And at first I thought it was insultive Ugh. or a little bit. But with the way that Snuffles reacted, I thought it might have been more flirtatious. And I have a 70 and I rolled a 31. I don't like any of this. He's eyeing young Kirsch. Ooh. I'm sorry, Lord Sassafras is? It appears so. Well, Jitters has noticed this. If Princess Snowball would like to notice this. Yeah, I'd like to notice this. <laughs> she may attempt to do so. <laughs> I got a 23. You've seen this behavior before. What? Uh, most recently from Queen Victoria. Kirsch, roll your instinct. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, what's the age gap here? I mean, it's cats. So. Well, I did not get it because I got a 99. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, um, I don't get it. <laughs> oh no. Kirsch Young so Kirsch with wide, innocent eyes wonders. I wonder why he did that. <laughs> Your naivete, he finds it so charming. I want to kind of step in front of Kirsch and just give him like a look. Yes, my friend. Was your tuna not acceptable? Tuna was great. Maybe you could just focus on leading the pack. Thanks. I am ready when you are ready. Let us begin this adventure. And but I, I give him a nice sausage and I'm like, going to start. He knows that I saw what he, and I don't approve. I kind of gave him a like, you're going to have to get through me type of look. Because well, Snowball isn't particularly loyal to these cats, but she also, like, Kirsch is, like, probably the one she's closest to, like, they've been chilling. Princess Snowball, roll your instinct real quick. I got an eight. I know because all you have seen this world, you see the cloud go over his eyes as you confront him ever so briefly, and the two of you have... A silent exchange of understanding. Mm. Good. Uh, my friends, I, I see you are ready. Uh, jitters, uh, you will... I can't say anything about the sausage without laughing at myself. Uh, well, oh, no, I, I grabbed the sausage. You grabbed the sausage. Great. Yes, um, excellent. Excellent, my friends. Are we all ready? Uh -huh. As ready as we can be. Before we leave the clearing, everyone take a look at your character sheet and add your tuna points where you would like. Cuckoo. I'm going to do that for them. And let me know when your tuna has been applied. I'm good. Hold on. And Princess Snowball. Oh, um, I added them to my pounce because I have a feeling we're going to run soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I am excited to be doing this with you, my friends. Let us parlay with those coyotes. And he <laughs> runs off actually in the direction you guys just came. Oh, okay. Well, that's. Does he run? Is he actually like running, running, or is it's, he kind of like more of a trot? It's a dignified, fur waving, um, showy trot. Okay. Kirsch is so de gonna... dejectedly following. She's still not interested in this whole coyote plan, but she's doing it kind of because everybody else is. Um, Jacques hops up on the log and as you disappear out of the clearing you hear a teeny tiny little voice good luck good, good, good luck um, hey guys do you want would you guys like Jacques to come with us as well and I'm kind of like I'm addressing like the group not um, not really including because Lord Sassafras is ahead of us 
really think I kinda, like, turned wants to... to come with us. He's so tiny. He's tinier than I am. He is. He's like half the size of Karish. Frankly, we're not well equipped to be doing this job, but he certainly is less equipped than us. Yeah. Hmm. Alright. And I kind of, as he says goodbye, I kind of look over my shoulder and I'm like, hold down the fort, Jacques. He looks so excited. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, sir. Hey, you have him calling you Lord Jacques now. You hear me? And his eyes get really big and wide as you guys (laughs) trot off into the distance. (laughs) You just made that teeny tiny little cream colored cat's day. Lord Sassafras leads you almost exactly back up the same street that you just came down. And into the fancy neighborhood. Is, are we, is he telling us uh, his story as he does? You've let him go a little bit ahead of you because you've had that exchange about Jacques. So you can try and catch up with him if you like. I, I want to yeah, hear story. Up. Yeah, same here. Oh, see, yes, I knew that you were the right ones for this job. Look at you keeping pace. Hmm. So the tasks that you completed, you were going to tell us about your heroics. Ah, yes. The difficult challenge of creating the treaty with the coyotes. Oh, I'm sure they'll be so happy to see you then. How many seasons ago was it? It was several seasons ago. The tragedies among the cat community were... Indeed, consuming members of the council. They desperately needed to form a treaty with these coyotes, and of course, they turned to me. I was able to mm, create an understanding with them about how cats are not necessarily food. Oh, well, then that's that's so great that you were able to do that. You know, if we're having problems again, um, you know, need to go fix the, give them the sausage and, and re-up this treaty. We, we brought just the right cat to talk to them. Since you've already done it once before, it won't be a problem. And it'll be, I'll be very excited to, to see the famous Lord, uh, Lord Sassafras do his work. It has been quite a while since I have spoken in person to the lead bitch, but I am happy to see her. I wrinkle my nose and I'm like, from when we met her, she didn't seem like she didn't not want to eat cats. Oh, oh my friends, I believe you have met a different coyote. Well, let's find out. You're leading the way. He continues to lead the way and he actually takes you past some of the fancy houses to where there is a trail and the trail goes up into a small hillside. He takes you up into the small hillside and uh, Princess Snowball, you've been in the backyard a little bit more of Queen Victoria's house than everyone else has. You notice that there was a hill behind her house. So you're getting a sense that this is probably where you guys are headed. Okay. <laughs> the trail changes. The, the scenery changes. It's not sort of the lush 
trees and grass of the park. It gets to be a little bit more rocky and dusty and there are some native plants here and there and it seems like there's a trail that's fairly well trodden. Maybe the humans take this path up onto the hill for sometimes they do it for fun. It's kind of weird. Um, and he takes you along this path. There is an outcropping of rocks that he takes you by before you get too close to it. He turns to everyone. My friends stay close. If you please. And I'm going to try to like quickly can I organize everyone together. So it kind of looks a little bit more, um, uh, what is it called? Like Lord Sassafras is of course the men, the center focus, but to kind of have us kind of like, what is that called? Had like a half moon circle behind him kind of a thing. Um, so it like, so it looks like we're kind of like in a formation mm-hmm. to make us look a little bit more and hopefully look a little bit more intimidating and professional because my heart's probably starting to go a little nuts because I know we're starting to get closer to coyotes. Mm. In fact, on that note, Please, everyone, roll your instinct. Woo! Yes. I have a 70 and I rolled a 25. I rolled a 13. Oh, you guys are prepared. I got a oh, 44 no. out of 42. <laughs> oh, it's so close. Yeah, um, that's obnoxiously close. You catch that there is a wind and that there's a smell on it, but you're not quite sure what it is. The rest of the group, including Snuffles, who gets then a little closer to Kirsch, you definitely smell coyote on the wind. You are in the right place. The scent is fairly heavy and it's kind of coming from all around you. This entire area, this is coyote territory. I'm, I'm going to kind of look over at, um, what is it called? I'm look at Snuffles and kind of be like, hey, keep an eye on Kirsch. And if we have to bolt, you know what to do. I hear you, man. Broomsticks, man. I hear you. Got it. Lord Sassafras comes up into a clearing that has... Um, some bushes, some bushes with very small leaves and some tiny purple desert flowers. It almost itself is kind of making a little circle. You can tell that maybe this is a, um, a meeting place. This looks very, very well kept, this area. And it does. It stinks like coyote. Um, except for Kier, she smells beautiful purple flowers. They kind of <laughs> smell good. Um, Lord Sassafras. Yes, go ahead. I was going to say, um, before we get to any place that we actually stop, if we keep on walking, can I kind of um, get close up to like shoulder to shoulder with Lord Sassafras and mm-hmm. kind of be like, hey, just in case, we should also be prepared to get out of here real fast. He raises an eyebrow at you and he leans in back to you in sort of the conspiratorial way in which you've approached him. 
Back down the way we came is the fastest way out of here. What other ways might be not as fast, but still a way out? I suppose if you wanted to continue down this human-made path, you could cross back across the top of the hilltops and into some of the backyards. Hmm. Okay. Because something that I did just realize, even though my trust of many people has dropped. I don't know if we're, I'm a little paranoid that we're walking into another trap. I think everything ends up being a trap, which is why I'm still alive. Uh, you are wise to be wary, my friend. But never fear. This treaty is quite strong. Hmm. Okay. How's everybody else feeling about it? Sorry? How's everybody else feeling about it? Oh, uh, I am absolutely terrified. This is obviously a terrible idea, but uh, I will... I'm kind of eager to see what Lord Sassafras is going to say. Kirsch is just very uncomfortable with a lot of this. She still wants to go home. Hmm. Also, good instincts. Um, you are in this outcropping of rocks. Lord Sassafras, now with snuffles, not snuffles, I know who I'm talking about, jitters, um, standing kind of off his shoulder. You see from, it's almost cave-like. You didn't see the shadow, but now that the coyote is coming out of it, you realize that... As Coyote was hiding in the shadow. And you hear, who goes there? Lord Sassafras speaks up and he says, it is I, Lord Sassafras. And as stated by our treaty, I have brought us an offering. And he kind of nudges jitters like now with the sausage now. And the realization that Jitters is now having to probably walk forward a little bit and <laughs> is all of a sudden like, oh, shit, why did I pick up the sausage? <laughs> and he's like, so um, he's going to walk just a little bit ahead of Lord Sassafras, probably still enough to where he could like if he stretched out his tail straight backwards, he mm-hmm. would still like be able to touch him okay. kind of thing. And he like reaches and elongates himself as much as he can to kind of like drop the sausage and then quickly goes and like and like not no I'm not he's not going to quickly do it he's going to like really try to keep his poise to w- and walk back as you begin to walk back the coyote from the shadow jumps out one leap right in front of the sausage he's a little closer to you than you would like you can feel his coyote breath on you he sniffs at the sausage (sighs) acceptable and as he begins to take a step back another coyote from the other side out of another shadow that you did not see jumps a large and i'm talking large female coyote who pounces right in front of the sausage she sniffs it real quick and then looks up at Lord Sassafras, she's still kind of hunched down very close to that sausage. She and gives a nip at the 
first coyote that came out and he backs up a little bit and she says Lord Sassafras it's so good to see you and she's sniffing she's got two eyes on him but she's she's got her snout on that sausage I would like to try to as um, to keep my as much dignity as I can mm-hmm. um, to properly walk back to my place, but I am one step away from um, peeing myself. <laughs> good times, good times. As you begin to step back, she actually comes up a little bit, and her ears go back, and her eyes dart back and forth between Lord Sassafras and Jitters and her eyes kind of land on Jitters for a moment and she completely takes him in as if just momentarily she was confused. Um, well, as soon as like, if she, as soon as she like, lo- not locks eyes, mm-hmm. uh, focuses on Jitters. I, f- I'm like, I freeze. Um, so Jitters is now frozen. Have you, are you trying to take a step back behind Lord Sassafras? Um, yeah, I'm, my goal was to, yeah, to kind of go back to my proper position and have Lord Sassafras still be kind of front and center because hmm. he's technically the leader. <laughs> technically. Um, all right. So the first person that gives me a name, I need a name. A name for, well, now I want to know what we're doing. Or... Uh, a name for the very large female coyote standing in front of these cats. Her Barbara. Name is Barbara. Barbara. <laughs> 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 if you don't like it, don't take it. That's just what popped into my head and I spoke my heart. Her name is Barbara. <laughs> um, sure. Um, don't be a hater, Kay. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Sassafras with as much dignity as he can muster although it's fairly well practiced he says Barbara my favorite bitch it has been a long time since I've seen you she takes another sniff at the sausage and she says you have gone through a lot of trouble yes a lot of trouble to bring this to me what is it you want uh, Lord Sassafras says, uh, we hear that there may be an unsanctioned coyote in these parts. She kind of looks sideways at him, putting one paw on the sausage like she's going to pull it towards herself. Like she doesn't quite trust that he's not going to try and take it back away from her. She says, so. Well, my friends here have encountered this coyote, and we do believe that her movement in our community is perhaps a violation of our treaty. Would you not agree? She looks down, puts one paw fully on the sausage, and says, So? Uh, Perhaps you would like to hear the story from them themselves. Um, Friends, 
Could you please explain to Barbara what has happened? Um, uh, um, Jitters has probably um, he's cat got his tongue. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lord Sassafras turns over his shoulder and looks at Jitters and he says "Um, friend uh, now would it be a good oh, time? I kind of uh, nudge uh, him. Of course. <laughs> you push him forward. Yeah, I'll just wow. push slightly. <laughs> I give her the dirtiest look. Just just tell him. Okay, fine, fine. Um, apparently, there is a unsanctioned coyote. Um living underneath the bridge. Um, in our last encounter, she had mentioned that she has three puppies and she might also um, be in league with another faction. When you mention the puppies, her ears go flat up against her head. This is not news she wants to hear. So I believe that not only does she pose a threat to the, our cat community, but if soon she will have um, a pack of her own, she may um, pose a threat to any other coyote packs in this area. She steps back. We are the only coyote pack in this area. Not for long if she sticks around. But you don't, you don't, you don't recognize her? We have smelled her on the wind. We have heard their cries. But this hill is ours. Oh, oh so that means if she was down by the bridge that is out of your territory or still close to it to be how can I say that um, threatening she takes a little sniff at the sausage that's now in her paw and she snarls up and reveals a long sharp well used canine and she bites into the sausage in a way that makes all the cats shiver just a little bit mm. as she speaks tiny little bits of sausage are falling out of her mouth she says a case could be made for us to handle it ah well that is very excellent that a case could be made. Um, I want to kind of turn towards Lord Sassafras and go, well? And he looks back at you like silently, yeah? That is Well, this is where you shine. You're the one who was bragging about how amazing you were at the treaty. This is this is your time to shine. Let's see what you're made of. Let's, let's see why the Lord Sassafras is so great. He whispers to you, um, definitely trying to keep out of the earshot of the coyote. He says, 
my dear, one of the things you need to learn about coyotes is that you need them need to allow them to talk. You do not interrupt a coyote when her mouth is full. Hmm. It's wow. a very warning glance, like, I know what I'm doing. Okay, well then let's see him do it. She continues to chomp and tear at this unfortunate sausage. Um, again, bits of it are sort of falling around. She's licking her chops, kind of now all in her whiskers. She's taking her time and thoroughly enjoying this in front of all of you in the most graphic way possible. <laughs> Love that. Beautiful. <laughs> all the while, though, her eyes are darting back and forth between Lord Sassafras and Jitters. She's looking... Um, anybody who would like to know what her eyes are doing can roll their instinct if they like. I would. 43. <laughs> I passed I'm 43. Ooh. Oh, I am so petrified with fear at the moment that I do not get what that look meant. I need to stop getting things that are so close. <laughs> I got a 47 out of 42. It's like here she's just like learning, right? Like like a little closer, a little closer every time. Um, Princess Snowball, you had a success, correct? I sure did. This, you, you've kind of noticed it before and it's already been alluded to. This clean jitters, like from a distance, if you squinted and had bad coyote vision, if you kept his mouth shut, <laughs> could pass. Maybe, like with the sun behind him, for Lord Sassafras. <sighs> she finishes the sausage and she kind of takes a deep, satisfied breath. And Lord Sassafras turns and shoots Princess Snowball a look like, and now, because he's allowed her to eat her sausage. Barbara. I believe that if you could see your way to help us with this intrusion on everyone's territory and on our peaceful treaty, there could be oh, more sausage. Her ears perk up. Lord Sassafras speaks sense, she says. Under the bridge, you say? Yes, yes, um, um, under the bridge. And also, one thing to keep your eyes and ears open for, and to be aware of, she might not be here alone. Um, she might have um, an, an alliance with some other faction in this town so be careful before you um, pounce so to speak and how do you come by this information um i have asked some eyes and ears that have been observing her from a distance little 
eyes and ears. And they say that she has um, knowledge of things that someone new to this area shouldn't have. Her ears go flat. Again, she doesn't like this news at all either. She's slowly thinking. And this coyote and her whelps. You have seen it yourself under the bridge? Um, I start to turn to... Actually? No. Just our eyes and ears. We have met the coyote. And she has mentioned her whelps. But we have not seen it for ourselves. We have heard it from our eyes and ears. How do you know it's the bridge? She, she I trust. Said, she I said. I trust in from. Go ahead. Food, she said she was gonna go back to her puppies there. Hmm. And her thinking turns into a low growl. I think with some more treaty negotiation and she looks down at the place where the sausage was and is no longer we could take care of this for you. Oh, yes, yes, very good. Of course, you know, my dear Barbara, there is definitely more sausage where that came from. And should we um, find that there are no invading coyotes, that this female coyote and her whelps have been taken care of, there will definitely be a healthy reward of sausage. And he leans forward a little bit. After... There is a tense moment between the two. She shifts her weight and she says, they will be gone by the next moon. And she jumps back and disappears into the shadows. You are now alone. Can I sense um, how alone we are? Like other coyotes? Like have they actually like gone out of sight and out of smell and out of hearing? Roll your senses or instinct, depending on how you're trying to assess it. Um, either one works. I rolled a two. Oh, great. Cool. Um, this place reeks of coyote. Like Every rock in this alcove has been peed on. Things have been eaten here. Other things cats don't want to think about that coyotes might do have happened here. You are definitely in a coyote area. You smell from the wind in the direction of the wind. You can smell Barbara. You can smell a couple of other distinct smells. But this place is pretty much just coyote smell. But there are several. Okay. Um, 
as we're as I'm gonna start kind of like gesturing to everyone, but keeping a very wary eye around us, um, to like, okay, let's 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 get out of here. We have been dismissed. Yeah, yeah. Lord Sassafras, with as much regalness as you've seen, he turns around and starts to walk slowly and purposefully back down the path. He's definitely making a show of not fleeing. Okay, I'm going to attempt to mimic it. Um. Okay, cool. Everyone roll your pounce. Pounce? How cool do we look coming out of here? Cool. I got an eight. Wait, did Princess Snowball and Bitters both get an eight? Yeah. Uh, No, I I said I tripped on my face because I got a 97. Uh, And Kirch? I had to re-roll because my dice flew out of my dice box, but I got a 35 out of 75. Excellent. So as we know, Kirsch is actually a pretty good mimic. She's new, but she's observant and manages to sort of match the walk of Lord Sassafras in front of her. Snuffles keeps pace with Kirsch. Poor Dirt Cat. He's still in the back of the group looking a little nervous, but he's trying to hide the fact that he has a bum leg. It's not super effective but he's trying to hide it um i'm sorry again jitters what was your role eight you are side by side with lord sassafras matching him movement for movement and again anybody behind the group if they took a close enough look would be like huh yeah huh that's interesting princess snowball your tail is fluffed <laughs> in like I stuck my my paw in a light socket kind of way <laughs> no. your eyes are wide and your whiskers are twitching and you are kind of in the middle of the group like yeah don't eat me please don't eat me that's fine they can know I'm scared Um. Okay. so as we're starting to head out of coyote territory mm-hmm. I want to wait until we are actually maybe a few minutes out of coyote mm-hmm. territory and start kind of um whisper not whispering but very hushly um like talk to lord sassafras and i say so this is less of a treaty and more of a protection racket you as you guys are walking down the path you come off the path and onto the main street and once you do that you begin to actually see lord sassafras's body relax a little bit giving you the indication that perhaps you are you know in a safer area you're you're out of earshot and you do say this to him and he turns to you and says my good man there is always a fine line between those two i know but I think I found out which side of that line this deal is more on. But that's not criticism. I mean, if you're the only one left of the council and you had a choice between pain and um, suffering the coyote's wrath, so to speak, I probably would have made the same choice. 
My friend, that doesn't sound like a criticism. It does, in fact, sound like judgment. Do not judge. My friend, it is an exchange of goods and an exchange of information across territories. We learned just as much from that exchange as they learned from us. And he picks up his pace and he's clearly heading back the way you guys came towards the clearing. I trot up with him. Everyone else keeping pace? Yep. I'm a little bit behind. I just kind of want to watch for a bit. This has all been... There's been a lot going on and, and she just needs to process. That that was a lot. Uh, Snuffles keeps pace with you and he looks over to you and he sees the look on your face and he says... um. Dude, you, I mean, uh, you, you cool? Is it, I mean, you, you all right? I mean, at least I get to go home to my humans, right? Yeah, your, your humans, they're, um, they're, they're pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're doing this thing, right? <laughs> um, but I mean, after... I, uh, do you think, um, maybe, um, you're humans. I mean, I'm talking about your humans, of course, you know, do you think, uh, they might, or, um, I mean, if it's okay with you, man, like totally, do you think they might, uh, and he kind of looks at you and, and he's got these, these large cat eyes and you notice his little cat eyelashes for the first time. And he <laughs> says, you, you think they'd let us, uh, stay? I think so. I'm sorry, who's who's talking? Like which That was Snuffles to Kirsch. Okay. I think so. I think they seemed really happy when we all came back. And I just want to keep coming back home. I mean it's it's your house though. Like it's dude, it's totally up to you. Like if if you want us to bug out, man, like no, no, I think I think you should you should come. I just and she kind of looks down at the ground as she's walking and she's like if being a cat means I don't get to be their baby anymore though. I don't know. But it, I don't I don't understand. Like we got away okay this time, but but what if it doesn't go well next time? And and they were so scared when I didn't come home last time. You mean like being like part of the council and, and you know all this stuff that's going on? Like you mean like that? No, I mean more like coyote food. I mean, every kitten, man, it's gotta become a cat. And uh and he kind of looks away, embarrassed a little bit, and then he says, "And uh, you know, you're you're a cat." I don't know if I still want to be a cat. If that means I get to lose them. Uh, but what else um, would we be? I don't know yet, and she just keeps walking. 
confused. He keeps pace next to you and uh, participates in your thoughtful silence. You arrive to the clearing. There are definitely watchers in the clearing. As you guys enter the space, you feel the energy. Everyone wants to know what happened at the Coyote Parlay. You enter, you clearly... Better tell them then. (laughs) Actually, I'm going to go up to Lord Sassafras, Mm -hmm. Sassafras. Mm-hmm. And I go, um, maybe it's not a good idea to let everyone know about the conversation that we had, or at least the finer details of the conversation, because we don't know who we can trust. If if we say that the coyotes are going, are the, what the coyotes said they would do, is what they would do that might give the other coyote a chance to escape. So I, and I, I, I say that very whisperingly. I don't want anyone else to hear that. He nods as you speak. He takes it all in and he says, for someone who was wary And not part of the cat community. I find your assessment of politics very, very useful. Thank you. He didn't necessarily mean it as a compliment. He's kind of calling you out. I'll be real. Oh, as in like he was being sarc... Oh, so he meant it sarcastically? Um, He's... He's pointing out to you the fact that this was something that you were kind of railing against like an hour ago. And now you're all, hey, this is a conspiracy and I'm in like uh, an hour ago, you were yelling at him for not telling you everything. And now you're like, hey, guys, let's not tell everybody everything. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know these other cats. (laughs) And obviously there is, you know, it's kind of like one of those things of your, your personality, your, your opinion on certain things change. As soon as you find out there might be a spy kind of a thing. Mm, yes. That, yes it changes your entire demeanor. It is difficult to know whom to trust but we must give the people something shouldn't we and he jumps up on the log and makes a very big show of saying our coyote parlay has been a success and he looks out as if proud of all of you for having come with him and done your job all eyes are on you on me? So well, on the group. Oh. Are we getting more tuna? <laughs> I think for the first time Kirsch is actually kind of uncomfortable with all the eyes. Mm, okay. I don't think it's ever bothered her before until this time. She's beginning to notice. And it's it it is um unnerving. Uh 
Uh, oh, okay. Lord Sassafras says, I think, my friends, we do in fact deserve more than just tuna. He goes up to one of the trees and he climbs up it, not like up it, but you know, his front paws, his back feet are still on the ground and his front paw, he taps out kind of a rhythmic tap. Um, on the tree trunk and you see again what is now sort of familiar to you the squirrel secrets rustling in the trees and then you hear the rustling go away and you hear it come back and suddenly you see squirrels dragging food containers it's not suddenly he pauses dramatically for a moment you see squirrels dragging food containers into the um into the clearing and they pop them open and they give a and disappear. There are now, let's see, there's five of you. So we'll say there's four foam containers. So as the food starts to um, come out, I'm, I'm definitely, I definitely perk up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I, can I go over to one of the containers and start to sniff it? Sure. Roll your senses. Yay. Nuts. I have a 62. I wrote a 76. Kind of smells like squirrel, though. Because <laughs> they were carrying it. Anybody else? So oh. what are we rolling for? Uh, to sniff the food containers, if you like. Oh, yeah. Maybe open I go for it. You'd like to sniff it? Instinct, I you said? Any... Or uh, senses? Senses, please. Okay. I got an 11. Okay. Man, I was so close. Um, I have a 70 in senses and I got an 80. <laughs> so close. Uh, Kirsch, the container in front of you smells like all kinds of food. You kind of want to lick it. Um, Princess Snowball, the container in front of you, you are almost positive contains an almond butter sandwich mm. like it for all the world smells like that great uh, lord sassafras oh. jumps down from the log today my friends tonight my friends as it is actually now evening we shall feast and he takes one of the containers and dumps it out and you see some other cats kind of come out from behind the trees and he nods and they kind of come out and one by one cats start to grab little pieces of orange chicken and take off he hmm. comes up to Kirsch where there is a container in front of her that smells like all the food um, mm -hmm. Kirsch what are you doing with the container I'm kind of like just pawing at it I'm not sure if I'm hungry for once ever mm. <laughs> With a deft flick of his paw, he pops open the container and he says, my dear, I believe orange chicken was your favorite. Thank, thank you. So as I'm eating it, I want to like say through a mouthful of food. So do we get the stat boost for this too? <laughs> nice. I'm going to. You hear from the tops of the trees, add five to any stat. 
<laughs> Thank you, cat gods. I'm going to flick open um, the box in front of me and start eating. Uh, what would you like it to be? Oh, I can choose whatever I want. Sure. The squirrels oh. were watching you very carefully in the food court. Remember, they deal in secrets. So their observation skills are keen. Oh, um, I'm going to have it be um, some, uh, what is that called? A mandarin chicken. Seeing how there's orange chicken at there, I'm assuming that they also have mandarin chicken and also um, mostly the, like the beef and broccoli, but um, more beef than broccoli. Mm -hmm. uh, you start picking through it and eating it. It is exactly the way you like it. Maybe a day old. It's so good. Ooh. Lukewarm. It's amazing. So if my math is correct, this was the seventh task, right? Your uh, game master is going to need a minute to do some math. But oh. uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, actually, we kind of got through two today, correct? We yeah, did. We ate two turns yeah. today. Oh, dang. Yeah. Um, so you're very full and you're feeling very accomplished. <laughs> I'm going to say that Kirsch like, grabbed a piece, but then also like kind of went off into a corner to eat. She doesn't really want to be around people right now. Like all the other cats right now. Uh, Snuffles respects your distance and kind of keeps an eye out for anyone else disturbing you. Uh, you all continue to eat. Snuffles comes over and he take he kind of looks at uh, Jitter's like, it's cool, man. It's cool. Like I can... Oh, He's like, interested in oh. the broccoli if you're interested in the beef. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude. Dude. Dig in. Dig in. Man, like the old days, man. Ah, uh, yeah, I haven't had... Uh, today's been a good deal for, for meals, but I have to admit, carrying around that sausage in my mouth all day, but not being able to eat it was torturous. Dude, it's, it was strong. Strong, man. That was strong. Oh, jeez. And also, it was... Do you know... Do you remember that sausage that they had on... Um, Oh, it was the day that it was like around the time when all the fireworks go off and or the big all the big boom booms oh, go man. off and they make that, that <laughs> the sausage place makes that special sausage. Mm, yeah. Um, Jitters, roll your pa -pa -pa senses real quick. Oh, my God. Mm. <sighs> I have a 62. Mm -hmm. I got a 63. <sighs> That's painful. That is so painful. As you go through the description of the sausage that you just gave, you kind of roll your tongue along the roof of your mouth. Was that sausage familiar? Hmm. As you guys finish up, Lord Sassafras and uh, Jacques, who is there, um, are eating out of a container that they had, uh, pull, push the log back over the hole, and it looks like things are starting to wrap up, and he's about to say something grand to you, as he does, and... You all kind of gather around now as you do because you know he's about to spout off. He takes a deep breath and is about to deliver his diatribe when a giant raven flies into the clearing. 
it lands directly in front of Lord Sassafras and drops off a tiny tin hat made out of a can. He flies away. Do I oh, no. recognize that as um, Anthony's? As you approach and take a good look at it, it is, in fact, Anthony's tin hat made out of a can. Oh, no. On the hat is maybe a little bit of what mm, smells like raccoon blood and a little bit of hair. And that is where we will end for tonight. Thank you for listening to Chapter 8 of The Nine Trials, Coyote Parlay, Part 2. If you are enjoying the story, consider supporting the podcast by becoming a Patreon member. You can earn an Inkborn Studio sticker, get exclusive content, or have an upcoming character named after you. Until next time, friends, beware of Barbara. Barbara.